This episode of the New Hampshire Business Show is sponsored by Everlasting Capital. If you're a small business and you need money and a bank won't give it to you, Everlasting Capital is here to help. In as quickly as a couple of days, you can have the funding your business needs for new equipment or anything else you can need the capital for. So submit your application today and see how they can help you out. Hello everyone and welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today we're here with Crystal Farley of CFAR Beyond the Box. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Awesome. So let's get started. Uh, talk to me a little bit about yourself and the business. Oh my gosh. So I'm really excited. I just come off of Perks Conference, which is a really big um, like a wellness fair in Boston where companies get to come in and see all of the new benefits that are offered, that they could potentially offer for their employees. Okay. And so I've been talking about this now for a day, so I'm like going to try to bring it back, be reinvigorated about it. <laughs> But, um, so I traditionally pitch my business in a way where I share a little bit about who I am because I think it makes me uniquely qualified yeah. for the work that I do. And so, um, if you don't mind, I'll just give you a little backstory. Sure. Um, so I am, I am a mother to a daughter with autism. I am a daughter to a woman in recovery. I am a divorcee mm-hmm. and a wife. Um, I am a combat veteran. I have been diagnosed with PTSD. Mm-hmm. And I am a woman of technology. So I've worked for companies like IBM, HPE, and Apple, created global inclusion and diversity programs for them, as well as organizational change documents for mm-hmm. them, as well as been on the side of sales. So yeah. I've been in a male-dominated sales environment for a very long time, in addition to my military experience. And so... Um, so that all being said, it, it does make me uniquely qualified to connect with a large amount of people. Yeah. And so my three silos of work are um, providing stress management solutions to corporations, organizations, or any form of a group, mm-hmm. um, women in the workplace initiatives, but really um, that goes bigger than just solely within a company or an organization. It's also providing um, entrepreneurs the ability, the voice, the, the resources to get themselves off the ground, and then personal growth programs. And I say that because any workshop that I do with a company or any group, I practice with the general public first. So I call them personal growth programs because I do them, you know, for the public. Um, And they provide people personal growth outside of, you know, something that they would be organized and have to go to. Um, So that's a little bit about what I do professionally. And then tying into that, I have two podcasts. Mm -hmm. So... People, Trauma, and Stress Discussed, and Unfiltered Truth, is the popular one, um, surprisingly enough. <laughs> um, so we launched, Heather Jackman is my co-host, and she was diagnosed with PTSD um, about a year and a half, two years ago, because she saw her mother get killed in a car accident. Mm-hmm. It took me a long time to be able to say that on other people's shows, because I never want to tell anybody else's story, yeah. but we've been now out for six months, so she's given me permission to do so. Um, I've been diagnosed because of my military experience, but anybody that studies stress or trauma knows that there's much more to it outside, right? So um, she and I would have coffee like week after week and like just chit chat about about our troubles and how we were dealing with things, right? And it would all point back to our trauma and all of that. And I was like, why don't we like, I don't know, I was like, let's just, like, keep on doing this and, like, talking to each other. It's very therapeutic, like, yeah. outside of therapy, right? Mm-hmm. And so 
one day she we were like, let's like look at podcasts and see if we can get some education around it. There were maybe 30 on Apple Podcasts, 90% dominated by men mm-hmm. and very clinical. So yeah. she was like, why don't we start a podcast? And I was like, sure, why don't we start the podcast? Because I'm the yes friend. I try everything <laughs> once, which is really bad and yeah, great at the way. same time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we launched it literally November 1st. Um, so we've been out for six months, two days ago. We have like over 17,000 listens. Nice. We ha- get outreach all the time. We have 25 five-star reviews on iTunes. Like, Very good. And it's because we're real people talking about stuff that nobody wants to talk about because yeah. everybody experiences stress and trauma and life mm-hmm. with all of those other things, um, but nobody wants to talk about it. <laughs> so yeah. we create kind of a safe space for that, which I really like. Um, and that's where my business, my stress management business came from. Yeah. Um, and then I have Making of Her Story, which only has been around for a couple of months, but where we showcase women and their pivotal moments from across the world. Right. So it's much more global mm-hmm. rather than just Heather and I talking to each other. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's what I do. Fun. I obviously do a lot of different things, but yeah, yeah, it's fun. So, yeah, so there's definitely a lot there. Yes. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the business itself, then we'll jump into the podcast sure, a little yeah. bit. Um, so, you go to so you go to companies. Yes. So what do you do when you actually get to these companies? You talk about stress and all this stuff. Yeah. How are you helping them with those issues? Yeah. So we just came off Stress Awareness Month. April mm-hmm. was Stress Awareness Month, and I like get excited about Stress Awareness Month, and then it's over because, like, it's we talk so much about workplace stress and mm-hmm. the need for reduction in that month, and then we sort of like forget about it. It feels like. Yeah. So I'm hoping that the conversation continues, and so. So my engagements with companies are not simple, and that's okay for me, Mm -hmm. because I'm not necessarily looking to scale to be like the next big thing. Like I don't want to be Google, but I want to have meaningful engagements with who I work with. And so I'll give you four examples. So Bagshaw, they are a pin manufacturer in Nashua. Nashua. They've been around for over 100 years. Um, They just became a recovery-friendly workplace. And so I reached out to Adria Bagshaw, who's one of the vice presidents there, mm-hmm. and I said, hey, so I've been doing a lot of work with the Phoenix, which is a recovery-friendly active, active community about meditation. Would you like to have a conversation about um, creating better stress management strategies for your team because yeah. you're deploying this initiative? Mm-hmm. And so that was how the, the conversation started, and she was like, absolutely, let's talk. And so the initial meeting was the senior leadership team and myself going through what I offer. So I can offer your traditional, I'm a certified stress management consultant. So I can offer you, let's talk about stress. What is stress? Let's identify it. Let's go through checklists. Let's understand what it does to our bodies. Let's understand really textbook ways of uh, overcoming stress in the workplace as well as at home. We yeah. can, you know, really, it's very textbook. I mean, and anybody could look it up. It's all public now. Like, this isn't challenging. We've all read articles on it before. Mm-hmm. It's the employers that are looking to be a little bit more progressive and provide different resources for their teams that I really appeal to. And so if you're working with companies, like, so Bagshaw is a, is a, is a good example of they want traditional. Those people don't want to color for mindfulness. Yeah. They just don't. And that's totally fine. But they do want to learn, like, how in the moment, if somebody's talking to them in a negative way, how they can diffuse the situation to reduce their stress. Like, you know, they want to get that. The other really cool thing with that engagement, even though it's traditional, is that you can bring up some things, like, 
your floors are vibrating all the time. It's really loud in here. What yeah. are you doing about the smell? And sort of like coming up with other creative ways to reduce stress that you don't even know is impacting you. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. some people don't even know what stress means mm -hmm. to them. Yeah, and a lot of, because you always, when you think about stress, you always think about the emotional side. But you right. Know, everyone really think about the environment. Yeah. And like things in the environment that stress people out, like driving. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. The idea of driving is, when you break it down, is actually very, very stressful for a brain that hasn't evolved past, like, primal stuff, but all of a sudden we have all this craziness. Yeah. Oh, that was, like, one of the topics that one of these manufacturing guys brought up to me. Yeah. It was, like, the next time that we you come in, can we please talk about information overload and social media and all mm -hmm. of the stuff that we are, yeah. like, being fed every single day mm -hmm. because it's affecting me and my kids and I don't know what to do. Yeah. And I was like, absolutely, we can talk about mm -hmm. that. Like, and that's the real stuff. Like, that is real life, you yeah. know? Um, but so, like, yesterday at my booth, like, I have coloring pages out. I've connected dots. I have vision boards. I have meditations. I, I create my own meditations. Mm -hmm. And people were drawn to the creative stuff. Because tech, you know, engineers, software engineers, or people that need to do marketing, that need to do more creative work, yeah. they don't necessarily want to hear me talk at them about stress and what is eustress, what is distress, and but they wouldn't mind taking a moment to color, yeah. to like quiet their mind, <laughs> or vision boarding to identify themes within your work environment that you don't know exist. That's my favorite workshop to facilitate: is understanding and uncovering gender bias in the workplace through vision boarding. It is so much fun because you have a group of people, men and women, it's, you need both, right? Mm -hmm. And you prompt, you give questions, and then you allow them to create vision boards. Myself, HR, and another executive sponsor then present to the leadership team the themes that are identified on what is actually happening in the workplace. And what you can uncover through a creative session like that is huge. Not to mention you're promoting inspiration, creativity, and innovation in your environment. So. You know, so there's a lot of different ways you can go about doing it, but every interaction, every engagement I have with a company is custom. There's nothing cookie cutter unless they wanted your basic traditional, like, what is stress type workshop. And I, I work with a team of people from the organization to come up with what the right package is. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said before, there's a lot in all of this. Yeah. And it's a very difficult area to get into oh yeah um so it, it's it's pretty cool to see um you're the first one on the show to oh really have this area okay yeah so it's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome i'm yeah. glad there was one other one other booth like mine mm -hmm. yesterday um and it was much more meditation yeah. type thing mm -hmm. which i can i loved it i like saw their screen and it was like reduce stress through meditation and i was like i love you like i really hope you're doing well and they're from new york and they're absolutely killing it yeah and so that's like we're region like it be regionally being different in new hampshire it's mm -hmm. harder to find companies yeah. that are more progressive okay so on that note this yes. is actually really funny um i have this conversation all the time yeah i don't really have it on camera all that much so i want to bring it up there is like a line, and it's very odd to see. You get to like New York, and you mm -hmm. cut it, and then like Boston, and then the rest of it is very old school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so doing business in the Northeast is a little bit more old school. And you're right, like getting people to understand social media, and um, and trust me, I was an infantryman. I'm not really the whole progressive type person. But there is a lot to, uh, like you said, like meditation mm -hmm. and all this stuff that, you know, in technology itself, 
that's important and it can be used and people aren't doing it because they're traditional. So I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, it's so true. But think about this though, right? How many people are veterans? You don't need to be diagnosed with PTSD to have mm-hmm. stress in your life, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So parents, if you have little kids at home, if you have a commute to work every day, like well, there is so much stress everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to provide a benefit that is completely different than everyone else, implement a stress management program. It doesn't yeah. need to be mine. It could be anybody's. Mm-hmm. There was um, There's a company in Northern New Hampshire I'm being connected with because 20 out of their 25 employees wrote on their re- most recent survey that they work in a stressful work environment. Yeah. And the senior leaders had no idea that it, there was any stress at all. Yeah. And like, it's, you know, it's kind of like, I promise you it's there. Like, <laughs> let's just talk about it and find it. But that's the, we have to have the conversation, right? Yeah. In order f- to make that happen. Yeah. So it's fun. I'll talk about anything, <laughs> even if it makes people uncomfortable. So. <laughs> um, so you had mentioned earlier, you're not really looking to explode and be this whole thing but what are you looking to the company just kind of stay where you are grow be more impactful like how are you looking to maneuver in so, the... so I say okay I say that and I maybe I shouldn't say that because I should be manifesting greater things for myself but for me in my work I feel like it's really important for me to be with the people for as much time as possible mm-hmm. so or when I feel it's ready to then scale and so my goal is to understand what that looks like by the end of this year yeah. with a technology pla- platform going into 2020, into development in 2020. Mm-hmm. So I recognize that I'm one person and that the programs that I create are super meaningful and I want to get them out there more, but I want it to be right. And so will I pursue licensing and train the trainer options and things like that? Yes. But for now, I want to do the fun stuff yeah. and I want to develop what that will look like. Yeah. So... Is that a funny thought? I was just sitting here thinking about it. I'm like, we should do a forum <laughs> with the two of us. We have very different styles. Yeah. Um, so yours is, um, yeah, I, I don't want to say a little more traditional, but definitely on like the brighter side of things. Yeah. And I'm on a way opposite end. Yeah. So even my book, which haven't, hasn't been released yet, um, is about the benefits of anger and yeah. that stuff and how you can use that as a, positively. So we're very, very different. So it would be actually kind of a fun conversation. That would be a really fun conversation. <laughs> and like what just popped in my head is there's, that being said, with, with the light, there is the dark, mm-hmm. right? So like yeah. my brightness comes from the dark, right? Like, yeah. like so, but I think that would be a really interesting yeah. conversation because, you know, to, to own it, to own that you have anger mm-hmm. and all of those other things is actually super healing yeah, and can be looked at in a bright light. but And you can use those to your advantage. I would love to get your perspective. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to do that. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that popped in my mind yeah, when we were talking. I love that. Like, we have different styles, but you know, it would be, be fun. Yeah. So, uh, I'm in. <laughs> I'm the yes friend. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So it's kind of funny that you both say that because – Someone's like, yeah, let's do this. I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's jump in. Let's see what happens. Right. If, yeah. it's, if, if it's no good, we won't do it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Whatever. So that's pretty funny. Um, was there anything else you want to go over? No, but I want to throw something in oh, on yeah. that topic. So I was at a women in business mm-hmm. event. We were just talking about how there's a lot of those around here. Um, and this woman, Deborah Poneman, was the speaker. And she, like, wrote Yes to Success, like, mm-hmm. decades ago. Okay. And so she said, you know, um, has there ever been a time where 
you had an idea and you did nothing with it. And three years later, somebody did something with it. Yeah. And you were like, oh no, like I really should have done that. And then, you know, and then you kind of reflect on it. That's because the universe was like, you should do something with this idea and you chose not to do something with it. Yeah. So they gave the, you know, the idea was given to someone else. Yeah. So I think I'm like, that's why I'm the yes friend. Cause it's like, why not? If yeah. what's the worst that happens? But it's the whole rejection and fear and all that stuff. So. Yeah. You know, the stuff that it has its place in, yeah. like, in your mind. But, you know, if you want to get anywhere, you need to recognize when you have an opportunity. Right. So, right. Yeah. So true. So true. <laughs> but, yeah, no, there's nothing really else I would want to share on that. I mean, from cool. that perspective. I think it's more just, you know, I was thinking about this morning. It was kind of like when I worked for IBM, like the big companies. Mm-hmm. It's really, and it doesn't matter how big you are, sometimes leadership makes decisions that they think are like little pebbles hitting water. Yeah. And they're like tidal waves on the team. Mm -hmm. And like, they don't necessarily realize that. And so don't, like, it's really important to not make assumptions that your team is like dealing with deadlines well and functioning okay and nothing's going on at home and they're just happy everywhere in life. Like, how can you actually help them? And again, it might not be my services, but how can you make your culture more productive, dynamic, engaging for the team that you want to have yeah. and the team that you have today. So that's kind of cool. my soapbox, I guess. Awesome. I yeah. like it. Yeah. So people that want to learn from you, get a little more in depth, how do they find you? Cfarbeyondthebox.com okay. is my website. And then Crystal M. Farley on Facebook and Instagram. Cool. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Fun. So thank you so much for joining me. It's been fun. Yeah, thank you. This is great. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching. Um, definitely reach out if you need help with the stress. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, my phone's going to be ringing off the hook all day. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> um, and be good, and I'll talk to you next time.